Welcome to the Simply Resilient Podcast. Today I have a bonus episode for you, a coaching call about the coronavirus. My name is Jesse Ellertson and I am a life coach and a military wife who is in the trenches of life with each of you. This podcast is for military wives who know how to handle the challenges of deployments and frequent trainings, but want to stop feeling mentally miserable in the process. You know what to do and you're doing it all while holding down the fort at home, but you are weary from living in survival mode and battling with your brain. If you are ready to thrive, then you are in the right place. Okay, before I play this coaching call for you guys, I want to give you a little fair warning. The audio is pretty terrible. So if that's hard on your ears, feel free to skip this episode. Without realizing it, I didn't use the microphone that I usually use when I'm coaching. So my side of the audio doesn't sound as good as it usually does. And the person that I was coaching is having some construction done on her basement. So there's a lot of hammering in the background, not constantly, but throughout the whole episode. So if you're a master of tuning things out like I am, because I'm constantly tuning out my children whining and excessive crying and things like that, then you'll probably do just fine. But if you struggle tuning out slightly annoying noises... This might not be the episode for you, but I really thought it was worth sharing because I enjoyed coaching her on some of the issues she was facing personally and professionally with the coronavirus. And I mentioned some things that I've already talked about in the last episode, episode 37, about living with uncertainty. But there's some great stuff in here and I love coaching people and I love sharing it with you guys so that you can get a glimpse in what it looks like to be coached. Another thing to keep in mind as you're listening to this is I edited out about half of what my client said just for personal privacy and I edited out any names so there's a few sentences that will sound a little chunky because I didn't want to take out the sentence I just wanted to take out the name so that will hopefully help you understand what certain parts of this sound like and why and with that I hope you guys enjoy how are your kids were they scared after yesterday do you mean the earthquake <laughs> they slept through it oh my gosh are you serious I was awake and I sat up what's happening and Jane felt it, but the rest of my kids just slept through it. Oh my gosh. Well, lucky them. <laughs> Brad's in Alabama. Oh, yeah. Four months. And so when it started shaking, I was like, I have six kids to get to safety by myself in 30 seconds. Like, or worse, you know? Yeah. Hit. He needs to come home. Oh, that's scary. And that's how it would always be, whether we were in a coronavirus or not, but it makes me feel more on edge to be all stuck here. We're doing great, and I've got my parents here, and. We are all set supplies-wise, and we just won't leave. Fine. That's good. <laughs> At least you have enough stuff. <laughs> no, yeah, we're so we're so lucky. We have enough laptops for my kids to all do their schooling. If I run out of toilet paper, my parents have more. I'm in seriously an ideal situation, except that Brad's not here. Yeah. Well, so are you guys, you're, you're still in your old house, or are you in the new one? We're in our new house. You're in the new house. So we, we just video, moved. But it was in your new house. Yeah, we just moved over the weekend. We moved Thursday. That was so crazy. So the people who were buying our house were just ridiculous. They kept pushing it back, pushing it back. They wouldn't tell us anything. They'd say, oh, we're not ready to close. So we're just, whatever. We can't close on this house until we close on that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just, okay, we'll push it back. Okay. We pushed it back 11 times. Finally, we were closing on this house, and we're like, we really need to close today. And so they're like, no, we can't. We didn't send out this paperwork that our realtor called them the week before and was like, okay, you have to fill this out 24 hours where you can close. Have them filled out today so we're ready anytime. And he's, okay, I sent it out today. And then the next week they said that they never sent it out. So they just kept lying to us. So it's so frustrating. But then we're okay, so we rescheduled with Edge when to close. So then we could schedule with them. But then they closed on Tuesday and didn't tell us until late. And I was about to start teaching classes. I didn't have a car. And so I was calling all my neighbors and I'm like hey can I borrow your car because we had till eight o'clock that night to close or when it go through so it was just so stressful but we made it work and might go to all the classes because I'm I don't know what to do <laughs> so yeah but we made it and we moved and it all it all worked out so that house is closed this house is closed and it's done but it was yeah. so chaotic oh, yeah yeah did they ever tell you why they were pushing it back no and then okay even after they they closed and we closed they called us the next day and they're like our funding isn't going through 
and we have until Friday to get it through, but we have a stipulation that they didn't tell us about that if their funding didn't go, like something about their funding and if it didn't all work. cancel. Yeah. And so we were closing the next day and if it doesn't go through, we won't have the funding to get our house. So I'm, what do we do? So our realtor is like, well, we won't close until we know. So we re-pushed the edge one back and then it was just so awful. So, but then it went through when we were like, oh my gosh. But then the only reason they closed on Tuesday was because we, like we're renting back where we were going to rent back for the rest of the month so I could finish classes. But then they didn't, we said each time you push it back, we're not paying until you close. We're not paying you the full rent. Really? And they like freaked out and they kept fighting us on it. They wanted the full, our full rent mortgage. And I was like, it doesn't work that way. Like we still own it until you yeah, close. Yeah, you're not renting it back if you didn't close. Yeah. And so, yeah, they were being so ridiculous. So then we they ended up working out. But now they'll be still paid the rent check and now we're not even there since we canceled classes and I'm like whatever I'm just done well coronavirus you could not have predicted right save your life I was thinking about that with the coaching we were doing months ago where you're like what if it doesn't sell and the timing and the classes and, and the parents and it's just so funny that like, all that stuff you were worried about which is all really normal stuff like not one speck of your mind could have been like what if there's a pandemic I and I have to cancel all of it I mean that's like the worst case scenario because we were going to worst case scenarios in in your brain uh-huh. we couldn't have even we couldn't have even <laughs> conjured up that worst case scenario and here we are in the middle of it and what's kind of funny about that is it happened right perfect timing yeah yeah here we are in the middle of it and everything's like pretty bad but it's also kind of okay like is that how are you feeling like how are you feeling like overall about that okay we were moving i was just worrying about if our house isn't closed our realtors well we're just gonna have to relist it and i'm like we don't have time to relist it and edge isn't gonna save it for us so i was more focusing on that than anything about the city (laughs) and then after we closed i was like oh shoot now i have to like think about I have room in my brain to think about the crow. So, so my mom came to help us move and she's like, Mallory, we need to talk. And I'm like, can we talk after we move? She's like, no, that. you need to sit down. So we're talking and she's like, you just need to cancel your classes. And then Swart was like, okay, you're working from home. Okay, I guess if we cancel now, we can just focus on moving and getting settled. So then that, I wasn't even like stressed about it. I'd rather not feel pressured and if someone gets sick, be held liable or something. So I just canceled and it was an easy decision and I thought I'd be stressed about it but I was actually like pretty good but now I'm stressed because okay I'm just word vomiting sorry no I want it all (laughs) okay we have okay so the next four weeks basically we said we'll be off this week and then three more weeks because we had two weeks for the coronavirus and then two weeks to finish our basement but now everything's like a lot of people are saying schools will be shut down for the rest of the year if that's the case do we be shut down the rest of the year or when is it okay for us to start working again and even if we can open in three more weeks the basement needs to have a permit for our license to be accurate for us to have our business license and the city shut down and they won't come get a bedside permit and they said they don't know how long that will be shut down for so then I'm like I don't even know so like who, who have you been talking to about the city being shut down sorry give me a little more so it's actually handling it but you just talk like the lady at the there's like the city office past mm-hmm. the gas station yeah I've been there there yeah and they're the ones we get our business license from and get our building permit so we've been emailing her and she's like well no one's in and out of the office if we're all doing things remotely but for a building permit we have to come in and inspect it and we're not letting anyone inspect anything until the pandemic's over so it's just so like you can get the basement time. finished but you can't get it inspected but the only thing is, to finish it, you have to get it inspected at different phases. So if we finish it all, like, they're going like to have to, like, tear it down. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm, do we just finish it and then have them rip out a little piece and then repatch? Like, I just don't know what to do. And then I'm, is this going to take longer than we planned and have to cancel classes for months? And financially, what that's going to do after we just bought a house? And you bought your, like, I remember having that conversation with you where you were yeah. like, the only way I can buy this house is my business is booming. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's shut down, like, like we're laughing because you can, like, laugh <laughs> or cry. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a big deal, but listen, <laughs> you are handling this beautifully. One thing I want you to remind yourself, because in your email you talked about just the times you're feeling like overwhelmed and how sometimes like you're able to channel it into a more productive and sometimes it like sends you into a spin and those different things is then once we are getting good at managing our mind, we're not meant to never do it poorly or feel negative emotions. We will never do it. We never graduate from this. So the goal of it all to be an expert at mind management is to be willing to do it all and willing to feel it all. Okay. Right? So the, the goal of, of being an expert mind manager is to just, one of the biggest things we're always creating is just awareness. 
things, right? Yeah. So instead of being like, I have no idea why I'm overwhelmed or I wish I didn't have to feel so overwhelmed, instead to say like, I'm, I'm noticing that I'm really feeling overwhelmed today. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or to, to, so it's not that we never feel overwhelmed, it's that we call it what it is and that we, we watch ourselves and that we're aware of what we're creating for ourselves. We're owning, I'm thinking, what if I have to shut my business down for three months and I'm thinking it on a loop all day long and I'm feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. So we're owning like, my thoughts are creating my overwhelm, but it's fine. I'm just feeling overwhelmed today. Like it's not about never feeling overwhelmed. And I love remind, I have to remind myself of that yeah. all the time because when I'm having like a grumpy day or a stress day, I'm like, I know better than this. Like that's a I know. I always will be. Human beings get grumpy and they get overwhelmed and they get stressed and they get panicked and all these things. And I'm just going to create space around it and awareness around it and own that I'm creating it with my thoughts. Like that's one thing I've been doing with the coronavirus. I'm just owning that I'm creating it all for myself. I've noticed during the past, you know, five days as it's gotten crazy, I've had days where I've been upbeat, I'm confident, and I'm, I'm helping my kids be optimistic. And I've had days where I felt really low and I've just, I just notice it. I just watch my thoughts and I do a little self coaching and I say I read an email this morning that talked about all these scary stats and then all day long I let myself kind of loop on that information and then today I had a low day but on the day I was playing optimistic I was focusing on what was in my control and I was focusing on being a good mom for my kids and so it's not that it's about having both kinds of days you know what I mean okay. just making space for it all and owning it owning that the coronavirus didn't make me have a low day like I had low thoughts throughout the day, day. I let them come I indulge in them I create them it's all fine no judgment just awareness that for me is so powerful I remind myself of that like on a regular basis because I let that thought come yeah. in. like I know better than this I can do better than this but we're supposed to just have both kinds of days yeah that's good so that. <laughs> remind yourself of that when you're in all of this okay so let's talk about well let's talk you tell me what you want to talk about but it sounds to me like you want to talk about how you want to think about your immediate future is that kind of what's the biggest thing on your mind kind of well I think okay I think like with L this is weird I feel like I was more stressed when not every crazy thing was happening and now that everything's happening I'm like all right we got this. Like, it's so I, weird. I've been, that way too. I've been like, earthquakes? Okay. <laughs> like, what else? Not what else can you throw at me, but like, are you kind of proud about how you've handled it all so far? Like, kind I, of, yeah. Uh, well, I think too, it just all happened good timing. I just keep thinking I'm appreciative because it all happened at once. We're in our new house now. We can enjoy it because now we're quarantined. Like, you know, the blessings of it. So I think having that perspective has helped not feel so overwhelmed. But I think I'm feeling torn on just what to do. And I don't know how to decide on steps like, going forward. You to take some action. You're wanting to like bring some things into your control. And there's a lot that's out of your control. It's amazing to think about if it had all gone bad a week and a half or and what if it had been yeah. the sale of your house and really, yeah. And that's, that's a powerful place to go because grateful feels so good. And it doesn't mean, one thing I've learned about grateful is there's times when we go for grateful and it actually kind of has an opposite effect like that. It happens to me. I don't know if it happens to you, but I'll be feeling something that is like a productive negative emotion to feel like grief mm -hmm. then I'll try to solve for my grief by just getting really grateful mm -hmm. then I just get kind of angry <laughs> grief and loss and sorrow are all productive to feel and so we don't need to solve for those ones right we can just yeah. let them work their way through and then go to grateful maybe later but there's sometimes when it's like I can be like panicked or grateful and grateful feels so much better than like I mean, that's the moment when you can like channel grateful so that's so beautiful how you just said that of, I could be thinking about I had to shut my classes down instead of thinking like goodness the sale of my house went through I have to shut class down for now but it's looking like I'll be you know, like just focus on how well it did line up instead of how poorly it's all going. Grateful feels so good to, to channel that intentionally. Yeah. Okay. So you're feeling overall pretty good. You're stressed about your future in general of like your business and the timing of it all. Yeah. So is that what you want to talk about? Or what? Yeah. And you can just like, maybe just... Yeah, I don't know, because I'm kind of like, yeah, the what to do in the future of my business, financially, now, and like, I don't know, what do I do now since I'm not running classes? Because I've been doing those videos you commented on, which I'm glad that you did, because I'm like, I don't want to waste time on doing these videos no, if no one's no. going to watch them or appreciate it, but like, I don't have a lot I'll do, blah, blah, I'm not working, so I'm like, I want to help serve the community somehow, and I don't know. I like, think those videos are awesome. Like, I don't know. <laughs> my, my kids got on. Marin and Grace got on and, and okay. they, they, we've been doing gymnastics every morning. Oh, that's awesome. Because we're, we know that, and I want to give you this tip. I'm sure you've heard of just like keeping a schedule. It's really important yeah. for your mental health, right? When you have weeks on end of can't leave your house and nobody needs you, right? Like not nobody yeah. needs you, but 
but nobody needs you outside of your house. And same thing, a, a routine, no matter what it looks like, is really important for mental health because you can slump so fast of just, I'll just watch TV and, I mean, I didn't, you know, yeah. Or sleep, sleep in, stay up late. Like what, I mean, and not that you can't do those things. Like we're trying to have, I mean, we're having like some school hours and then we're, we're getting up at the same time every morning and going to bed at the same time every night, even though it's like 8.30 and like 10.30, you know, so it's not like school hours, you know, but it's, yeah. it's not just like, let's see what tomorrow brings. We're thinking a few things that are like sticking to every day. And every day that it's sunny, we're like, we're going to go take a walk. Okay. Um, here, like, get a schedule. I, we're trying to be productive, but it's hard. I'm like, I've already basically unpacked everything. And then I'm like, now what do I do? <laughs> so that's what I would, I would focus on even just the tiniest measures of like, what can I do exactly the same way every day? That's going to bring mm. you a lot of, it seems almost silly, but it's going to bring you a lot of sanity. Like I, I get up, no one, no one, I don't have to, but I get up at eight o'clock or whatever, you know? And then at night, I know I've been feeling this way at night. I'm like, well, I'm going to stay up as late as I want. It's tomorrow. Like that thought will come in my head. Like, I don't like, cause even though my kids like need me, I could just be like, kids, we're not doing anything. They watch TV. So like at night, okay. my brain's like, like last night at like 1130 when I was supposed to be going to bed, my brain was like, let's start a movie. I wasn't ready to sleep. My brain was kind of racing. And it was like, let's just start a movie and stay up super late because we could just call, we could just blow off tomorrow. And like, yeah. I know I couldn't, it wouldn't be that big a deal. But instead I was like, no, I'm going to sleep because I'm getting up in the morning with Grace <laughs> and I'm waking my kids up at 8.30 and then we're doing gymnastics. Like, you know, <laughs> you find those routines and your brain will offer you the opposite. It'll say, let's just blow it off. Let's just, you know. Yeah. That okay, time. that's good. I need this. Yeah. Eating your meals at the same, instead of being like, oh, we can just eat whenever we want, you know, like eat your meals at the same time and, you know, exercising in your, in your home or outside, all those kind of protein and sunshine and, and water, <laughs> get all those things in your body. <laughs> so yeah, I can see how, and, and you said this in your email and this is what I mean, you talked about like just wanting to like take action to be as prepared as possible for whatever comes. That's right. how your brain is offering you quite a bit. Would you say? Yeah. Like I have Maybe. time right now and I want to do what I can, what I can do to be prepared. Yeah. Okay. Along with that, we had this list of all these equipment we were going to get and different, just the rock climbing wall and different mats and stuff for our gym. But now I'm like, we don't know how long we're not even going to be having classes. And if it's a long time, we'll need more money than equipment. I just ordered yesterday the bare essentials. Mm -hmm. And then I think like that will be ordering it online and it'll be delivered or yeah. Okay. It would just, yeah, be delivered. And so that way like we're ready for whenever classes start, but then we have more money than we were originally gonna have because we were gonna spend more on equipment. So then if we don't things like that, I'm like, okay, like we can be proactive that way to just save more if we don't have classes for a while or things like that. But then just the unknown is scary. <laughs> for sure and that's a thought that our brain is offering us so much the unknown is scary and I found myself as I go online and like I go to read an article I'm like maybe this will help me know more about what's going to come yeah. right? and some of them do but they're all just giving us predictions right they're all just making their best scientific guesses and I love that thought the unknown is scary and it kind of I, I, I imagine it kind of wraps up a lot of the other kind of thoughts you're having like you're having a lot of specific thoughts but it's all kind of wrapped up in this theme of the unknown is scary right yeah okay. so let's run a model on that really quick and then I have just one I have a intentional model that has been saving my bacon I'll make on this dance studio Facebook group uh -huh. and all of them are saying like they're charging classes online now and they're doing it through zoom and I was like that's like a good idea but I don't feel I don't know comfortable charging people to watch a video if they can just find the same thing on YouTube or something you know yeah. what I mean so I'm yeah, like I'm well, sure some people are using it I would love that's that's one area I wanted to kind of go to at the end is just kind of like because that's on the action line and the action line is is, is important but we're going to clean up your thinking first then let's we're going to talk right at the end about some action really actions you could take like should I host on like it and this is if it goes on and on you know yeah because there's a chance it's all just gonna wrap up just pretty perfect for your current predicted timeline yeah of like we're opening middle of April and we'll have the go-ahead to be what you know we don't know so we're gonna we're gonna go on some of that action stuff here right at the end okay so right now we're gonna okay. run current model intentional model and then talk about what you can do okay okay, okay so here's can you see what I'm typing uh-huh yep unintentional model okay well, remember that when we run our unintentional model Models, we're showing our lower brain this this thought of the unknown is scary okay. it our lower brain offers us thoughts this thought and thoughts like this like okay if our end result we're thinking I want to be prepared for whatever comes my way right that's that's like your rational desired result and then you kind of have two your, your higher brain offers you a thought to solve that and your lower brain offers you a thought to solve that 
your brain offers you, but A, B, C, D, and E could be happening in the future. And, and, and so it's all unknown and unknown is scary. And it's kind of taking you down that, like that path of scared and shut down. And then the, the rational thought is, well, A could happen or B could happen or C could happen. Like just kind of acknowledging that. Yeah. And here's what I'll do if A happens and here's what I'll do if B happens and here's what I'll do if C happens. And then just like how you couldn't have predicted this coronavirus, there's even D, E, and F that we couldn't predict. So there is unknown. Like we're acknowledging the unknown. Instead of just saying the unknown is scary, we're saying I'm embracing that there's unknown. Okay. That, that unknown, I can't change it. Like I can't. I can't know it and I can't change it. I'm just embracing it. I'm saying like, I know what I'll do if this, this or this or this happens. These are some things I can think about. And then I know that there's a lot more that could happen and, it, and there's just unknown. Like I'm just, I'm just like, I call it like leaning in. Like I'm just leaning into the fact that there's unknown. I cannot yeah. solve it. Your brain's like, I'm either going to solve for it. If I can't solve for it, I'm going to like freeze. Instead, you're just saying like, I can't solve. I'm just leaning into that discomfort of like, there's unknown and I can't solve. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to go there. Okay. Okay. So our C right now is something like, I mean, we can just say like, coronavirus. <laughs> we can also say gymnastics shut down and we can say like in new house you know these are our facts that kind yeah. of the main things that play for you but your income is paused we could say that yeah sure because even though gymnastics classes are paused we're, i like the word paused are you feeling good about that uh-huh. yeah i like that <laughs> because not as like abrupt <laughs> shut down and we don't want to <laughs> we don't want to add to the drama and paused is the true word because as far as everyone's planning on right now as far as we can know we're gonna push play and continue okay yeah Everyone Everyone is just on pause. That's what this. <laughs> that's what this um, quarantine is. It's not life is over. It's we're just pause and then we'll proceed, right? So yeah. Coronavirus gymnastics classes are paused. You're in your new house. Your income is paused. Okay. okay. Anything else you want to add? There? No, that's good. Yeah. Okay. So you're thinking a lot of things about your circumstance, but yeah. one thing you're thinking is so much unknown, and the unknown is scary. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, how do you feel when you think? Um, I think I kind of like in the email, like overwhelmed is the first thing that comes to my mind. Because you're trying to solve the unknown. Yeah. And I can't, right? I don't know like, the unknown is. <laughs> yeah. Attempt to solve for the unknown is in your action line. This is what yeah. we're all doing, right? Okay. And it's interesting because I'm going to, I'm going to add overwhelmed. I mean, are you scared at all? Because you're saying the unknown, the unknown is scary. Like, are you feeling fear or are you mostly just feeling like stress? I know. I know. I'm mostly feeling stressed. Okay. I think I'm feeling like some fear. But not regarding these, like I'm feeling fear, like if we can't afford our house, like then we'll just go live with my parents. But that's not like so scary, like we'll have a place to go, but more like... So it's more just kind of the overwhelm. Yeah. That's interesting to note because the the I, I feel like the thought is the unknown is scary, but then you're yeah. not actually feeling scared. Yeah, that is weird. And you think, you, like that sentence rings true for you, like, oh, it's so scary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. That's interesting, right? Interesting that your brain offers you that thought and it doesn't take you to scare it, it takes you to overwhelm, which I think is totally accurate. Just interesting to know. Yeah. Okay, so you attempt to solve for the unknown. Like, and when we say solve for that, that means like uh, attempt, you know, you're trying to be prepared. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else do you do from that? This specific overwhelm of like trying to solve for the... I think it gets me like stressed and so it's like... Well, part of me wants to be productive and do all the things I can do now to take the load off for when I know what to do. Does that make sense? But then, like, distract yourself with productivity. Yeah. You're distracting yourself from the overwhelm. And that's not a bad thing. You're just saying, like, okay, well, I can get unpacked, right? So, and that's a good thing. Yeah. But just watch for am i trying to avoid thinking about the unknown by staying really busy Hmm. and again which is not all a bad thing because staying busy is better than just sinking into the overwhelm but if you're willing to if you're willing to exist in your life with unknown which is where we're heading in the intentional model right saying if you're like the problem is trying to solve the unknown what we're going for is allowing okay just allowing unknown so if you're in a space where you're allowing for the unknown you you would still get productive things done, but not as a tool to distract from your discomfort of the unknown. You would just say, there's unknown and that's And now I'm going to unpack It's like they just coexist instead of like, I'll unpack this box so I don't have to think about the unknown. So just to watch for that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you distract with like productivity, which is yeah. great. 
Is all that hammering them working in your basement? Uh-huh, sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. I'm so glad that that's all still proceeding. Yeah. Um, and we'll, t we'll talk about that a little more in a second. Okay. Okay. So, productivity. Do you, have you found yourself like escaping in other ways? Just what have you noticed? Okay, I think there's like two parts. Like I feel like one part means like, okay, well, I can't control this. So just try to like be prepared for what I can control. So by doing things, doing what I can with the basement, doing what I, doing these videos just to keep people engaging and remembering that we're still here and you know <laughs> they're just things like that which I think has been positive and it's with the right intention but then there's other parts of me that's like I just want to watch tv oh I can just sleep in I don't have anything to do and I don't know more like that type so okay and we're gonna call like just sleeping and tv again just like buffering have we used that word before uh-huh okay and one thing I like to point out about this is again there's we're, we're all gonna buffer but you're just wanting to be aware of watch how I feel like I need to watch TV to escape my brain. Okay. And then sometimes you can say like, I'm going to allow this negative emotion for 20 minutes while I even just meditate or whatever, like just do nothing. I, I don't need to escape. I can feel it. That's hurt me, you know, just practice feeling things and then be like, okay, that was awesome. Now I'm going to go just watch a movie for entertainment. It's not that we should never watch TV again. Sometimes I'll sleep to escape my brain. You were talking about that mm -hmm. sleep is a totally a buffer and that's fine, but it's also just a great way to keep up a healthy body, right? Is get enough sleep. So I will just watch, just watch myself say, oh, I can't handle this anymore. I'm going to go take a nap. Or I'm gonna, I, I you know, I've, I've done my self coaching. I've felt what I'm trying, what I'm needing to feel today, and now I'm gonna go take a nap. Like it's just, it's just a little different from escaping, rather than like intentionally saying I'm gonna reward myself for how awesome I am by taking a nap, but not, not to escape my brain. Or even if you are to escape your brain, it's also totally okay. You're just watching, you're just noticing and being aware. Okay. Okay. Anything else in your action line? I think that's good. Okay. So your result is you're like managing everything. You know, you're getting unpacked, but you're kind of mentally suffering a little bit but the, when we worry and when we go into overwhelm it's as if it's going to solve for something right like solve the unknown yeah. but then after like at the end of the day like we're no more further into solving the unknown we just yeah. are stressed throughout the day so it's just kind yeah. of that result is like it extra stress add stress because it's i'm feeling overwhelmed the unknown is scary i don't know what's going to happen okay let's plan for it oh wait i can't plan for it so That's then i'm even more overwhelmed <laughs> So instead of just a regular amount of stress, it's stress plus stress, you know, yeah. just extra stress. Okay. I think that's, that's a good current model for you. It's, it's not, it's not too bad. It's, it's okay. You know, it's, it's not great. It's not bad. It's just what's happening right now. We're getting awareness, taking a look at it. And now let's just, <sighs> we're just going to nudge it to a little bit more intentional place okay. that your brain will be like, that no is scary. And then you're answering it like, but it's okay because, you know, and then we're going to answer our brain. Okay. So your desired result from what we've talked about is just, I'm going to put here being prepared okay. okay so i want to offer you a scripture that i did in my stay-at-home church on sunday okay one thing I've been trying to help my kids understand is I don't think they totally get it is how historic this is. I know. Like, they're, they're just little, so they might think, oh yeah, this happens like every 10 years or every 20 years. And I'm like, this has never happened. Like, we have never shut down churches. We have never shut down temples. We have never just, I, this is, I mean, I know in the history of the world, we've had pandemics. Right. But and at least like, in the last 150 years, like most of the stuff that's happening right now has never happened. It's just, yeah. it's, a mobile level. I mean, it's just fascinating to watch. But anyway, okay. So the scripture, in, it's in Doctrine and Covenants and it ends with the line, if you are prepared, you shall not be, right? Yeah. So in my old life, are you familiar with that scripture? Uh-huh. My old life, before I knew how to intentionally create my brain, I thought, if I'm prepared, I'll be safe. Mm. And if I work really hard, I won't get caught off guard. Like, this is sort of how I translated the scripture. And if I'm faithful, I'll avoid the hardest parts of life. And if, you know what I mean? I just looked at it so much more on the action line. All those things are really on the action line. And what I had no idea was, if I'm prepared mentally, if I'm prepared in what I have decided to believe and the life I create for myself through my thoughts then i'll be ready for any that's so different than then i'll be kept safe and i'll be yeah. and i'll be you know spared from blank whatever instead it's the worst thing can come and even happen to me and i won't need to fear because i know what i believe yeah i like that yeah interesting yeah. it's it's just it's the same thing but it's just a little a little bit different for me yeah. it's really been helping me and so for example i go to some of these worst case scenarios in my brain you know like i live with my parents and they're older and old like you know more older people are dying than younger or whatever yeah. 
and I, you know, my kids have all been at school. I went on a trip last week because I mean, it, it, it like crazy while I was on my trip. Mm. I should have stayed home. It's fine. So I'm like, maybe I just brought coronavirus to my whole house by going on that trip and like, we'll all be fine. And my parents are going to die. And I, you know, so I go down, I girl, I'm spinning with you. Like, this is what we do. Right. So then I watch <laughs> myself spin and be like, that was an interesting indulgence. It didn't make me feel any better. So now how do you know, it's like, anyway, so when I remind myself, I just go back to, so this is my, this is my thought. If ye are prepared, you shall not fear. And you can write this however you want, or, or we can do a different thought for you. I just want to show you what this thought has been doing for me. Okay. And you have, for me, to have this create what I want it to create for me, it's not about interpreting the old bit. Like, if I take enough action, I'll be ready. Okay. Yeah, I know that's good, because sometimes I feel like I've thought that, and then sometimes I feel it this way. So it's good to see that I'm not alone in thinking it. Yeah, the two ways you can operate this. And so it probably would be helpful um, for you to rephrase this a little bit to really elicit the emotion you're wanting to create, which is honestly feeling prepared, okay. right? Yeah. So if, and, and, and again, the fear word, which we said, like, we're not really scared, but we want to feel calm, ready, yeah. prepared, and at peace. So that's what that word fear means for me in this moment. If you are prepared, you shall not fear. And what that is meaning to me right now is I am willing to feel, I am okay. willing to manage my mind around whatever circumstances come my way. I am willing to manage my mind so that I can be the mom I want to be. I'm willing to manage my mind so that when I have a bad day, I learn from it and do better the next day. I'm willing to make sacrifices. I'm willing to reach out to others. I'm willing to trust in God's plan for me. I'm willing to take whatever bump comes my way. I'm willing for my business to succeed. I'm willing for my business to fail. Yeah. I'm willing to manage my mind around creating the relationship I want to have with my husband, even in times of chaos. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's all in your brain. All of those sentences are I'm willing to do what it takes up here so that whatever happens, I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. A really interesting thing. So if you are prepared, you shall not fear. So your brain offers you the unknown is scary answer it was something like if you are prepared you shall not fear meaning i don't know i know i've already said it's meaning but meaning i'm ready for whatever happens i mean and that could be your sentence instead of if you are prepared you shall not fear yeah. it means i'm i'm willing to live whatever comes in my life you know we can find it right now or you can just be pondering on what that sentence should look like for you to create this feeling of you want to feel prepared yeah right so that your brain is tempting you to go to our room and you're like no it's okay i'm ready yeah. i'm ready and also going along with the leaning into the unknown embracing it accepting it so you, you know you figure out what word makes sense there for i cannot solve for the unknown and i'm just willing to live a life that has way more unknown than usual in it normally we all have some unknown in our lives at all times yeah right now your unknown just doubled or whatever <laughs> but you're just watching that you're like how interesting my brain is really resisting the fact that there's so much i don't know right now Mm -hmm. Our life goes through this in regular ways, like a little more unknown, like I'm getting ready to move, I'm changing all stuff, and then and then back to, I mean, it's pretty regular. I know my whole day pretty well. And then back to like more unknown. And so right now we're kind of at maybe the highest unknown maybe we've ever had. <laughs> and we're just watching that, watching our brain be like, we need to solve for this, solve for this. We can't solve for it. We just have to embrace that my life has double the unknown of usual right now and I can't solve for it. And I'm, I don't need to fear because I'm prepared. I'm prepared okay. for whatever comes in. Okay. Is yeah. that resonating with you? Uh-huh. No, I like that. And and then as each thing comes up, new information in the news or something new about your house, like can't get inspected, you know, new things come up and your brain's like, let's go be scared and overwhelmed. And you'd be like, and some days you can, totally fine. Indulge in overwhelm. <laughs> what feels good is being prepared. And when I remember that I know how to handle anything that comes my way, I will go, I am prepared. I am prepared. Like you're going to come up with different sentences that resonate with you. So what out of kind of all we talked about is resonating with you as far as not the scripture, but the other kinds of things. Like I'm ready for whatever happens. I'm ready for whatever comes my way. I like comes my way or I'll know how to handle that when it happens. Oh yeah. That one. I think that's what we talked about last time. And that was helpful. Helpful. That's that's anything that just quiet your brain down from trying to solve something it cannot solve. Okay. You know how to handle things when they happen or something? Handle things as they happen or when they happen. Yeah. And so then your brain's like, we'll know what to do, right? When I mean think about and just you can build this evidence. Just look over the last week and watch how you made all these decisions as soon as you had the information. Like as soon as the CDC was oh, no more than ten people or something, I'm gonna cancel my classes. You just made that decision with the information. Okay. Right? And so yeah. you know how to flip once it happens. Like up until that moment, it wasn't happening yet. It was just like, well, maybe, and, and looming, and then it happened, and you made the decision, and then the next thing happened. Right? 
So it's just interesting to see the possibility and then it actually happen. Okay, yeah. We spend a lot of time in possibility and just creating that extra stress for ourselves, right? And at the same time, along with the awareness and the acknowledging of just when the world blows up, I want to be stressed. I don't want to just be like, this is amazing. You know, I will allow for some stress. I'm just going to be a little stressed, right? And it's okay to be, yeah. It's really okay. When the world is in a pandemic and you can't leave your house, in that moment, I'm going to intentionally allow for some stress. It's the extra stress that we're going to try to get rid of, right? Okay. Yeah. So what else would you do if you were feeling completely prepared as you ponder all of this? Now we're in action. So we're going to talk about if you clean up your thinking and focus on feeling prepared by thinking thoughts like, I'm ready for whatever comes my way and I know how to handle things as they happen. Yeah. What would you do? And we're going to talk about finishing your basement and teaching classes online. And you know, these things that you've been pondering, these actions that you might take and how they'll go. Like, what would you do if you, if you were feeling totally prepared, then making decisions? I don't know, because I think too, I don't have enough information yet to make some decisions. Totally. You postpone thinking about decisions that can't be made yet. Okay. Yeah. So you're like, I'm feeling totally prepared. I know that's a decision I cannot make yet. So I'm not even going to worry about it yet. Yeah. Right. Like it doesn't, it doesn't solve it to spin on it. I'm just going to set that aside until I have more information. Like for example, let's just, let's just apply that to your basement for a second. Okay. So as of right now, no one can do inspections. Right. So you, you consult with the inspection lady. You consult with, is it your brother finishing your basement or your brother-in-law? It's actually our neighbor. Your neighbor. Yeah. You consult with your basement finisher and then you say, here's the parts we can make decisions on. We're going to proceed to this point and here's the parts that we can't know because we don't know when we can do inspection so then when we get there then we're just going to wait to be able to information right or whatever you're just yeah. going to make decisions from this prepared place of here's what i know and here's what i can do and here's what i don't know and here's what I, doesn't benefit me to spin on this okay. so like how would that look just in your basement well i think kind of what you said yeah just like talking to me and then josh the guy who's doing our basement and getting their input and then doing as at least as much as we know we can do before it gets inspected. Mm -hmm. So you guys can just make that decision with the information you have of like, we're going to get all the way until we get to drywall. And then we're going to pause for a week and see if, you know, you just like make that decision. Yeah. And see if we can get an inspection. And if we can't, because this all gets worse, then we'll just finish our basement. And we'll worry about, deal with the fact that we didn't get an inspection later. You know, you'll just, you'll just analyze your information and then just make decisions. Okay. You know, rather than, you know what I mean? So I, I added in here, finishing basement, because this okay. is weird. Yeah. So you're going to consult with people. You're going to get whatever information you can get which is what you're already doing like where you're talking to the city office and like yeah. will you let us know when you start doing inspections again or when you check back in with her once a week or you're consulting with the people who have the information you're gathering whatever information you can and then you're acknowledging you can't have this information yet like so i'm not that has to wait i, I can't and when i when that information is available i'll have it and you remind yourself of that kind of stuff you just know? accepting that <laughs> yeah. that's what i'm like i'll have it oh because sorry I, because i'm gathering what i can i'm, I'm with the right people and i'm making decisions based on the information I have and I'm acknowledging like that decision can't be made yet. Okay. Just started yeah. to sort that out, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, what would it look like? Let's talk about your classes for a minute. Okay. So before we're going to jump, we're going to pause this for a second and jump to something that I want you to be thinking about. One thing that's available to you when you can't know your future, one thing that's available to you if you want to do this and you can even just kind of experiment with it when you can't know your future, because truly we never know our future, right? Like right. you really think about it. We're creating it all. We, we can reasonably predict our future. And, and in normal life, it's easier to predict. So we're acknowledging all that. <laughs> but one thing that's always available to us is deciding what our future will be and yeah. operating from there. And then if it doesn't go that way, we'll have done whatever we could do to create it. There's yeah. always even things not in our control. And then we'll solve for that once we get there and it didn't go the way it needed to go to complete like what we were trying to create. So one thing that's available to you is to say, I can't know what will happen, but I'm going to operate as if we're going to be having an open house on April 15th, is it 15th? Uh -huh. And classes will be starting and I'm going to make all my decisions based on that information because that's the information I have right now. And that's what I want to happen. Like there's a big element of what do you want the future to look like, right? Yeah. If it's all available to you and then operating from that point. And that just gives you the best chance of possible of that happening. And then things are definitely out of your control. And if, you know, three weeks from now, you can tell like the, it's come out with new information and they're saying like, it's going to be May 1st that people can start. Then you just, you just say, okay, new future. We're starting classes May 1st. My open house will be, and then you just kind of start to create that new plan you get new information you create the new future and you get new information you create the new future but as of today from everything we know you're having your open house on april 15th and classes will be rocking and rolling again 
So that's one, yeah. that's one thing to think about is just, is just give yourself permission to confidently pursue that future until new information requires you to adjust. Okay. I think that will be beneficial. That's available to you. Yeah. Because I think about ordering that equipment, you ordered the bare minimum, which was great. And that's you kind of saying like, there's a, there's a chance we won't start classes April 15th. So let's just do bare minimum, which is totally available to you. But if that doesn't feel very good to you, if it would feel better to, to move forward confidently and you have to just decide this for yourself because you you have to balance out feels good to stay a little safer like with our money that does feel good for a lot of reasons but if that's making you feel more like apprehensive for your future and like will my business weather this you know then it might be worth how good it'll feel to sit to move forward confidently of we're starting classes april 15th we're going to put in the rock wall we're going to order everything we need we're going to spend this money even though it might not be till may 1st or june 1st or whatever and knowing that knowing that no matter what happens you are all in on your business and it will start again at some point, right? You're not going to regret taking these actions as if it will for sure start April 15th, even if it doesn't start till whatever. And then down the road, say like, again, I know we're just making all this up, but say you can't start classes again until like June 1st, right? Like you just yeah. you can pick all kinds of alternate features. And then, and you're a little tight on money, like in May and you're thinking, oh, if we hadn't ordered all this equipment, you know, you can, you can definitely have that opportunity for like regret there. Mm-hmm. But you can also say, I love the decisions I made in the moment with the information I had and we're tight on money right now, but we know how to be tight on money. When we're tight on money, we, da, 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 you know, and you solve from there. So like, there's always that opportunity to regret decisions, but like in the moment you if you want to do this, you love that decision you made. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. So do you have any thoughts or questions on some of those concepts? Um, I think just that will be beneficial because I think kind of what we talked about, I just try to plan for everything. Yeah. And so then I'm not all in on what I want it to be. Yeah. You're partially in and three plans. Yeah. And none of that feels very good. Yeah. And when you, if you went, if you went all in on one plan, of we're going to keep that same open house date or whatever, that would feel good to you. And you would remind yourself, like, I'll know how to handle things as they happen. So if, if I'll, I'll know how to adjust that open house date, I get new information. Yeah. I'll just adjust the date. Like I know how to handle that at the moment, but I don't have any new information yet. So I'm sticking with this plan. Okay. And that, yeah. I think that will feel good to this desire to be prepared and desire to be productive. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're just like, for all I know, classes are starting again. April yeah. Sorry, what did you say? Oh, I said, because then I know what I can work towards instead of just like, well, I don't know what's happening, but I'll try to work towards yeah, it. It's pulling things that are, it could go either way. You could say like, this is totally out of my control. Like there are things that are just absolutely out of your control, right? Coronavirus. <laughs> but we're also kind of pushing away things we could control and be like, well, that's out of my control and that's out of my control too. And so I'm just going to lay here and be like, I don't know what to do. You know, instead we're saying like, well, this part I can control. We're pulling it back towards us. We're saying okay. I can definitely be communicating with my parents. You know, I can be making videos. Like these are all the parts I can control and all this out here I still can't control but I kind of like pushed more away than I need to I see my clients do this a lot with the deployment they'll be like nothing's in my control and they push it all away because they're like the army owns us and, and he's gone and he's in a war zone and we're all gonna die and I'm like what if you grab that part and brought it back to you and this part like they do this sweeping motion you know and they just say it's all and that just feels awful to be sitting here like, the coronavirus owns me there's nothing I can do about all this my business is gonna you know instead well I can control this part and you're just watching for the parts and still can totally stay on top of and stay control. And part of that is your brain. Part of that is your decision making. Part of that is, you know, there's just so much that is still way in your control. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about, I feel good about both of these models. You feel good about these models? Uh Uh-huh. So let's just talk really quick before we finish about, one thing you brought up that I really liked was you are watching yourself take action from different places in your mind where one is feeling, and you're like, I'm thinking about my clients and how I can serve them at this time. And that feels really good to you. Yeah. And then, and that's kind of one, one way we kind of will categorize these is like abundance and scarcity. And it's a little bit like optimism and pe- pessimism. Optimism is for sure my business will survive this. For sure we'll get classes started again as soon as possible. I, I know we'll, no matter what, we'll weather this, no matter what. And that's that optimistic and abundant feeling. So uh-huh. then you're like, so what can I do now? I'm going to help my clients. I'm going to stay close to my husband. I'm going to reach out and you know, all of that is so much more like an abundant way to attack a problem and the pessimistic way to attack a problem or like the scarcity or I call it raspy too, is when, when you get to that little place in your brain where you're like, my clients have to remember me so they won't quit gymnastics. And if I put these videos out, then maybe they won't quit. You know how either way you're like putting the video out, but yeah. one feels like amazing to you and one is cool. I like it's you know what I mean? Yeah. So you've felt that already. It seems like you. Yeah. Well, I do follow that dance page I was telling you about. 
overall, I'm glad I'm a part of that page because it gives like good ideas. Even though it's not dance I do, they still give good ideas on how to market or just activities they do or flexibility stuff or it's been benefiting me. But then everyone, everyone on there is doing Zoom classes and charging their same tuition for it. And then I don't feel comfortable doing that, especially I know a lot of students, their parents have been laid off because of the coronavirus. I don't, am I making the wrong decision? Do I need to still be making income since we just got this house and more expenses than we're used to or, you know? So here's what I would encourage you to do. Um, we're going to talk about it for a second here and then we're going to close, but I want you to go, when you're ready, go run, do some self-coaching. So I want you to do a brain dump on everything you think about what you should do in regards to gymnastics. I'm not talking about the business end of it. I'm just talking about with your parents, with your students, with continuing to make money or not charging or offering videos for free, just all of that. Just, you know how your business can be split into the books and then the gymnastics, right? So we're just talking uh-huh. about what you should do with the gymnastics for the next four weeks or whatever, you know, give it like a finite amount of time. Again, if you decide I'm set for my April, my open house and so you say like, okay, I have one month. What am I going to do in this month as far as the gymnastics goes? So then do a brain dump on that and run a couple models and see what, what one thing to notice is when you're on this dance group site that you're getting some good ideas from it, but you're also using it as a little bit of a comparison and like, should I be doing that? Like kind of making you question decisions you make and just notice that it's not super helpful and, and everyone has the reasons for everything. They're all in their own models. We don't need to, we don't need to worry about, we just want to focus on our model. So right. we can, we can glean tips and information from other people as long as it's like, I ask myself like, is that useful? Is this thought useful? Like that yeah. useful word really helps me, uh, but it is useful to be, oh, Zoom's really working for those guys. Like maybe I would try that or maybe I won't. And like both are right, but we're just going to focus in on like you and your models and what you're going to do in your business and try to only gain useful information from people around Yeah, I think that's good too. And I think I started thinking about doing those videos in that mindset. Everyone's stuck at home, probably bored and they can still be practicing gymnastics and if you know in a serving type of yes. mindset yes but then I'm like but what if no one watches them and it's a waste of my time <laughs> I yeah. want it to be useful to someone so that's why I was glad to see your comment okay it's useful to Grace at least so it's worth that's my right. time <laughs> <laughs> well and so run a model on it run a model on that thought of but what if this is a waste of my time what if nobody even wants these videos do a thought down run some models and just see what all this is creating for you and see and then run some intentional models of well I want to feel I want to feel abundant and see what can create abundance for you and you want to feel it sounds to me like from what you said to me you want to feel I don't know what this word is but in service right you want to feel whether we're able to have classes or not like I'm here for my parents I'm here for my students so coach yourself on all that coach yourself on the money and just you can email me your thoughts I can bounce back some thoughts to you because the money really comes into play and money can get we can be feeling so good about it but only if it's free or something as soon as we start charging money then we start to feel weird again what I would recommend is that you decide what you want to offer and if you want to participate via zoom it'll be at half price or full price or whatever like the money seriously doesn't matter because you're just going to decide what feels good to you you're going to put it out there and you're going to everyone's just going to make their own decisions so for me and our family we would continue and we would pay and we would do it online and my kids would love it truly okay. but that's not what everyone will do some people will think oh she still thinks we should pay her and they'll judge you and that's fine too they can do that yeah. and then some people will be like oh, i'd love to but i can't afford it they'll make their own decisions and so that's the other reason you can't look for their response as the validity of if it was a good idea right okay you have to just decide this is a good idea to me I, as a business owner and as a gymnastics coach even even if it's only four weeks I want my kids to stay sharp I want them to have da, da, da. so I'm gonna offer this and it's gonna be worth my time because my kids the, whoever kids decide to do it will love it and their parents are willing to pay because they want their kids to have structure in their day they want their kids to be getting exercise and even if, if they can't be with their friends they're with their friends on the online you know they're associated people that aren't just me and I it's worth it for a lot of different reasons for me and if you get cleaned up in your brain of exactly what you want to do and how you want to feel about it then everyone is going to have 10 different reactions to it okay and all of those are totally okay you're going to have i call this creating space you're going to create space for any way they want to react to it or think about what you've decided to offer right okay and you're going to have your own back of like this feels really good and you don't have to solve for all the people they will solve for themselves <laughs> yeah i guess that's true i think i put pressure on myself i don't know but 
But I think with what we talked about before, saying I'm creating my future and I'm planning on the open house starting the 15th, classes starting the 17th. If that was to be true, I don't think I would do Zoom classes. But if that's not, then if that changes, then I think I would. So then that might just be something I wait to get more information on. Yeah, so I would just set a timeline for yourself. You say, as of right now, I'm planning on classes starting the 17th. And if that's the case, I'm not doing Zoom classes. And you can even send this message out to your parents. Okay. And you can say, if by April 1st, we're still on that plan, then I still won't offer Zoom classes. But if by April 1st, we have new information that it won't, we won't be able to start the 17th, then in April, I'll be offering Zoom classes. You know what I mean? You can just set up a timeline for yourself. If I have have information right here, then that's when I'll make the change. But if I don't have information right here, then we'll continue like this and that's such a valuable way to make these decisions because it's the pushing out nothing's in my control and I know nothing but instead you're like well I do know this and I know that it's pretty good chance of this and if it's like this then I'll do this and then you've got your little package here of information and decisions okay about your parents and you say here's how we're moving forward I'll let you know if anything changes and then five days from now you get this new information so like, okay now I know this so we won't be able to start classes till May so in April I'm gonna offer zoom classes and there's a lot of ways to solve it that's the other thing is to step back and there's ten ways to solve it. once you've decided okay I will offer online class. right okay just keep pulling yourself back up there's more information here than it feels like there's lots of ways to solve there's you know any problem and I'm gonna come up with the best one and then I'm gonna lean into it I feel great about it okay yeah that's good oh I like that I like yeah, hearing so. your perspective as a parent too you know what it's like on that end so it yes. helps <laughs> yeah and then for you you're just guessing at what we're all thinking yeah. right yeah like I don't know I don't have a kid like <laughs> yes I've been tempted to think like just like you I mean we're all just being like oh but now people are losing all this money and they're not going to want to pay for coaching anymore and then some well I'll just, I'll just let them solve for that I remind myself I don't have to solve for that I'm just going to keep showing up in service of my clients to the best of my ability and they'll solve their own models yeah. I don't have to navigate that I just I'm just here for you but if you push pause on coaching I'll say you know that if I can I know you've made like the best decision for you I'm here for you when you're ready to push play again but I wanted to be maybe I should tell them like oh they'll solve for that they know how to solve for that we're all just grown-ups okay awesome this is good <laughs> Okay, you're amazing. Okay. Sorry, you okay. have any other thoughts? And I can't wait to see what you want. Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be great. You're amazing. You got this. Okay. Well, thank you so much, okay. Thanks. Talk to you soon. I hope you guys enjoyed that coaching call and found some value in it. Before we close out this episode, I wanted to share a hot mess moment with you. I'm publishing this episode around April Fool's Day, and I wanted to share a funny April Fool's Day memory with you guys for my hot mess moment today. So the most elaborate prank that I ever played for April Fool's Day was when I was in college and my apartment of girls was friends with an apartment of boys and we decided to play this elaborate trick on them. So a week or so before April Fool's Day, we were able to steal one of their house keys and make a copy of it so that we were able to get into their house, which is probably super inadvisable, don't do that, but we thought we were hilarious in that moment and we broke into their apartment the day before April Fool's while we knew they were all at class and work and we brought four alarm clocks into their apartment plugged them in under their beds and set them for 2 a.m. then that evening we prepared a bunch of nonsense at our house that we were going to use to trash their apartment in a really friendly way you'll see (laughs) not in any damaging or lasting way but just kind of a funny way and that night at about 1 15 I think because we wanted to be there when the alarms went off at 2 we broke back into their apartment while they're all sleeping which again is just crazy I can't believe we did this but it was so fun and we were silent like ninjas and we brought over all this nonsense that we had prepared so we had gotten a ton of newspapers out of the recycling bin and shredded them up at the end of the day all of our school newspapers from every building on campus just went into the recycling bins and so we went around just picking up stacks and stacks of these newspapers and we shredded them all up and put it all over their house we stole their couch cushions we unscrewed their light bulbs just a little bit in the front room and in the kitchen so that when they went to flip on the lights they wouldn't work and there was other things I can't quite remember I think we dyed their milk green or something and just a few other silly things like that and spread the newspaper out everywhere all over their apartment in the front while they're all sleeping in the back and then we took the couch cushions and left and just sat down on the grass right outside like right below their apartment and just waited for the alarm clocks to go off just so that we could watch and enjoy even though we couldn't really see anything but just see all their lights come on and hear them kind of freaking out in the middle of the night we were just laughing so hard and so then we went home and the next day the next morning because we were good friends with these guys not trying to ruin their lives (laughs) we went over 
and laughed with them and apologized to them and we made them breakfast and we helped them clean up the mess and just had had fun hearing their accounts of what it was like in the middle of the night to have an alarm clock go off and have no idea where it was coming from or how to stop it or why it was there and to just be in total complete confusion along with all of your other roommates at two in the morning and last night I told my kids that story over the dinner table and it was just fun remembering and I thought I should share that on my podcast since I'm recording this episode right around April Fool's Day so I hope you guys enjoy that and I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that's what I have for you today so thank you so much for making time in your day to listen to this episode if you enjoy this podcast please share it with your friends I also love when you subscribe rate and review it if this podcast resonates with you and you are interested in learning more please send an email to jesse at simplyresilient.net to schedule your free life coaching mini session and see if working with me would be a great fit for you remember when we choose to intentionally manage our minds we go from feeling mentally miserable to feeling like a mental warrior you've got this I'll talk to you soon over and out